Some of you may remember um, this year. Anybody remember when I informed you that we were going to test everything? Everything was going to get measured. And then I preached a sermon series that I, I have many times, along with you perhaps, have said, God, why did I ever preach this sermon series? Not only did I lose my favorite suit out of it, because I was crazy and jumped off the stage, but this thing has challenged me over the last four to five years, because when you speak things for God, when you speak things in faith to God, you should expect for him to test you. Did you really believe that preacher, or was it just fun to preach? And oh, by the way, it was a lot of fun to preach. I had a lot of fun preaching this series. I've not had so much fun living it. But I've been walking with this vision. This vision began to be birthed in me as I expressed to you Sunday night in 2015. Well, I preached this in 2017. Anybody remember this one? Which church? Which are we going to be? Jerusalem or Antioch? Are we going to be that sending church? And so then we come to this vision frame, which we have had in front of you for the last few months. We introduced it in the midst of COVID, but now we're digging into it. We're digging into it in our small group lessons. And so in two weeks, there we go, I got a timer problem there. We're going to talk about how all of you are a part of it. In front of you is a new name. Here's the bottom line. The reason we've got to study this and understand this is because for the last few years, God has given me this vision. I've communicated it to you. I've shared it with you. I've even led us and directed us in the paths of this. But my wife posted something. I don't even remember why she did it, but she posted this statement in 2014. I must have said to her in passing or sometime, sometimes a person's greatness is shown not by what they do or build, but by how well they give it up to someone else at the right time. Be careful what you say because God's listening. Seven years later, my wife hands this over to me on September 30th. So we met with you last Sunday night, September 26th. That morning on September 30th, you know how Facebook brings up memories. She hands the phone over to me and she says, Stephen, look at this. Seven years ago, I must have been thinking about something, probably just talking to her. I don't remember preaching this. I don't remember doing anything, but I made this statement. It's not about what I've done. It's not about what you have done, but it's how well at the right time we give it up. My dear brothers and sisters, why you want to make sure you're in small groups this quarter more than any other is because God gave me a vision that I've had the privilege of carrying and leading you in for the last six years. And now he's asked for it back. He's asked for that vision back. My visions are mine. I don't want to give it back to him. It's a really cool vision. You all don't even realize how really cool that is. 
you don't realize how powerful that is. It's only dawning on you how powerful this name is. But he's asked for it back. And the reason is, is because we are now in a transition in which he's given that vision to you. It's no longer mine. It's yours. And so this morning, the reason you want to make sure you're in small groups in a couple weeks, the reason you want to keep learning about the vision frame and the scripture and the vision that God has given us thus far is because God has plans for you. And as somebody who's carried this vision for the last six years, you don't want to miss this opportunity. Each of you individually have a choice to make. Literally, right now, God is listening and God is watching and saying, hey, are you willing to take the baton? Are you willing to step forward? Are you willing to take your place in my plan? Because my visions are mine. They're not anyone else's. They're mine. So you don't want to miss small groups. And there's a lot more. It's just a taste this morning. Now, before I go, I have some exciting news to share with you. Would you like to hear it? Yes. No. <laughs> Too much exciting news. <laughs> First of all, I did want to acknowledge to all of you, some of you have come up and talked to me, and, and, and you're looking for a little bit of guidance. It is okay to cry tears, and it is okay to grieve. We're going to cry them together, and we're going to grieve together. That's why we have time. I'm not walking out tomorrow. So stop saying I'm gone. I'm starting to feel like you want me gone. I won't like you very well if you act like that. I'm not gone yet. There's a transition in, in play. And all of those pieces you want to come to, the path forward in October, where we continue to talk about these things and we walk this forward very deliberately, very intentionally. But it's okay to cry. I greeted Sister Sylvia before service, she plays, she's tired of me telling this, but I'm going to tell it one more time. You know, I pray a prayer, Lord, I want you. We've broken down the barrier of white and black, but God, there's, there's nations of the world, all around the world. How do, how do we get them here? I don't know how. And he said, because you haven't asked. And so I asked, and just a few months later, in, watched, in walked my little short Brazilian lady. And I taught her a Bible study. So today, right before service, she said, Brother Steve, I don't like this announcement. I said, I know, I don't either. She said, I, I'm, I'm crying. I said, it's okay to cry. She said, it is? I said, yes. I'm telling all of you, it's okay to grieve. We're going to grieve together. That's part of the reason for the timing. But we're also going to, just as we did with the Lugos where we grieved, we're also going to rejoice as God unfolds what is the future. Both can happen. And you're being invited to be a part of it. So it's okay to grieve. It's okay to tell me you don't like it. It's okay to even be mad at me. I'm a big boy. Brother Owen, if you could not hit me with the cane, that would be helpful. But, <laughs> but it's okay to grieve. All right. The good news. You all want to hear it? You sure? I, I mean, I can go sit down and not tell you. You, you really want to? My beautiful little girl, Candace, has asked this week to be baptized, and we're going to baptize her in Jesus' name. So 
Don't leave service because at the end we're going to baptize her in Jesus' name. And I'm very excited. And that's the story of life in the kingdom. There's grief and there's joy all at the same time as God does his work among us. How many of you love Jesus this morning? I love him so much. Can you lift your voices to him right now and just say, Jesus, I love you. Lord, I worship you and I praise you. You are an awesome God and I love you, Lord.